Welcome everybody, I'm Sergio Nesini. I'm a surgeon from the University of Ferrara in Italy, dedicated to venous and hepatic disease. This podcast is dedicated indeed to the importance of exercise in venous and hepatic disease and the benefits of hydrotherapy. And I'd like to deeply thank Elni Lindsay and all the Leg Club for the kind invitation. I think they gave me a title that is absolutely perfect because the title is saying the importance of exercise, the importance. Now, <clears throat> it's important, I think, when we are talking and uh, reaching out uh, to the population, uh, like uh, in this uh, public also Venus Nipetic Awareness Initiative, to stress out uh, the importance of a proper evidence-based data before claiming something, because if not, we surely get the risk of getting into the fake news area. Indeed, the sport and physical exercise in general is like a drug. It can be beneficial or harmful based on how we practice it. Think about the word um, agonism uh, of the sport of the athletes. And uh, in reality, inside the word agonism, you will find uh, the word agony, meaning that if we practice a sport way too much or in a wrong way, of course, we can even injure ourselves. But of course, uh, proper physical activity is of paramount importance for proper venous return. Think about the fact that in our uh, technical world, we usually refer to the calf as the peripheral heart that is uh, pushing, propelling the, the blood back to the heart and together with the blood also all that lymph that is uh, the fluid in between uh, the cells uh, back to indeed the main circulation. Now, it has been demonstrated that, that proper physical exercise is a beneficial, uh, as I was saying, in the cardiovascular system, and in particular for the venous and lymphatic system, it can surely help uh, the drainage. But how we should do that, what we should do, and for how long, that's a different topic. We surely have to define a dose of the physical, uh, physical exercise and a, uh, a modality of physical exercise. And first of all, we have to standardize this physical exercise to make it reproducible. In terms of uh, venous and lymphatic uh, drainage, a clear benefit can be found in particular in the aquatic environment, because if you really think about that, uh, we are paying uh, a price for um, the natural evolution from quadrupeds to bipeds. You're not going to have varicose veins usually on your arms, but you have them uh, in your lower limbs. And that's because we are overwhelmed by the force of gravity. For this reason, we got particularly interested with our University of Ferrara Research Group in the aquatic environment, because the aquatic environment is giving you the opportunity of um, proper compression, meaning uh, that uh, every single centimeter of water is uh, giving us a 0.7 millimeter mercury, which means uh, that uh, when we are standing up uh, in a pool, for example, and uh, we have 120 centimeter of uh, hydrostatic column, this means that we are under 80 millimeter mercury. Now consider that when we are using radiative compression stockings, usually we are around 20. So it's like having four pairs of stockings with the magical effect of not even perceiving that. But even more, it's not just the physical properties of the water that actually can even increase if we are in a more dense aquatic environment, like for example, the thermal aquatic environment. And it's also the thermal properties in terms of temperature that could influence the venous return and at the same time, also the chemical properties, again, think about the chemical properties of a thermal environment uh, with anti-inflammatory effects, for example. But it's very important, as we was saying, to standardize and make the activity reproducible. 
For this reason, back in 2017, we designed a protocol that we validated, published, and uh, that is uh, available in case you want to have a look at that in PubMed. And we demonstrated the potential benefit of uh, these uh, standardized reproducible protocol in terms of lower limb volume variations for venous-mucotic patients, as well also as the ankle range of motions improvement. Indeed, there was a significant correlation between uh, the increase in uh, the ankle range of movement and of motion and uh, the venous and lymphatic return. We also demonstrated a significant improvement uh, in the vision analog scale regarding the symptoms while there was no significant difference in the functional ambulation classification, that is a classification dedicated to the ability of the subject to walk. Now, further investigation, we looked at the comparison between exercise inside and outside the aquatic environment, pointing out how there was significant benefit in doing the same exercise protocol inside the aquatic environment rather than outside with a better lower limb volume reduction, a better ankle range of motion improvement, better quality of life validated scores improvement. We also performed another study pointing out the importance of bioimpedance analysis of these patients, like understanding where the fluids really are and where they are shifted to. And we demonstrated indeed a significant decrease in the extracellular water parameter. And we also demonstrated how with the proper training inside the aquatic environment, that there was an improvement of the cardiovascular performance in terms of the fitness level of the same subjects. Now consider that there is also a major benefit in the aquatic environment, considering that you have an environment where an obese patient, thanks to the buoyancy, can more easily perform the physical exercise itself. And at the same time, there is the possibility for older people to have uh, easier movements inside the aquatic environment compared to the dry land. In another set of investigations, uh, we looked at the importance of uh, the type of exercise. Because when we are talking, for example, with our patients and saying to them to go walking for 30 minutes, we really don't have data on how they should walk, for how long, how fast should they wear compression. So long story short, we pointed out that walking, for example, with your dog is not exactly the same than walking by yourself. It's wonderful to walk with our best friends, dogs, but at the same time, they stop and go, they stop and go, they constantly, of course, stop our walking and our activation of the calf pump. Reason why it's fundamental that we also take the time to have a continuous walking of 30 minutes. We are used uh, empirically to say at a speed for which you can talk, but you cannot sing in terms of cardiovascular engagement, but of course you need a proper evaluation by your physicians to understand your fitness level. At that point, walking for 30 minutes will give us a benefit in terms of venous and lymphatic return, but <clears throat> this benefit will be surely higher if we have a proper compression on that is facilitating the lower limb volume control, and at the same time also the perceived exertion, according to a validated scale that is the one of Borg, that is giving us an idea of how much the, the activity uh, gave us exertion, for which uh, graduated compression stockings can surely help in uh, controlling uh, perceived exertion, according to this investigation of our. While in the meta-analysis, we have confirmation of uh, the use of graduated compression stockings for controlling the delayed muscle soreness onset, while uh, for the other benefits, uh, we should really talk in another 
podcast, I think, because uh, we have indeed the different data suggesting great potential benefits, but also a great need of proper data collection in order not to get the risk of putting together apples and oranges. With this, I deeply thank once again uh, my dear friend Eli Lindsay and all the Lag Club, and I remain at your disposal together also with the Venus Lymphatic World International Network Foundation for collaborating more in public Venus and lymphatic awareness, taking this chance also to invite you to visit the website and take part in the global uh, digital uh, and also in-person event of the Vein Week from April 4th to 10th. Thank you.